Hey everybody, Kim here with Little Biz Resources, and today let's talk about how it's time to get off the algorithm and what we need to do. How exactly do we communicate with our audience with so many risks to our social media? So October 4th, 2021, not that long ago, Facebook, Messenger, Instagram, WhatsApp, Mapillary, and Oculus, I don't even know what two of those are, are, they're all owned by Facebook. They report a seven hour outage. Now we already know why and everything else. And, and it was restored the same day, obviously seven hours later, but this is a good point of one of the major platforms. Well, several major platforms going down July 1st, 2021 Pinterest shuts down thousands of accounts with no warning or explanation. Many users regained access to their accounts within the same day, but plenty of accounts are shut down permanently. Now, one of my accounts was shut down and they claimed it was for spamming, but it wasn't even really an active account. So really there was no reason for it. They did something to their algorithm and it just shut down a bunch of accounts and anybody is at risk. Now, to be clear, I'm not aware of anyone receiving official information for why this happened. We were just all told we were spamming even accounts that hadn't been active for years. And of course, there's constant news reports. Twitter is constantly suspending accounts. I'm, and of course I always make fun of Twitter. I do not understand how this platform still exists. It's just weird to me. I'm glad that it can index and I try to use it, but I don't, I don't understand it. Now in March of 2021, Twitter reported accidental suspensions to some accounts and blamed their algorithm. And YouTube and Google are not exempt. On a live Q&A just, I don't know, a few weeks ago, we had someone ask about why a YouTube account would get suspended after loading a couple of videos, right? There, has, there was no rhyme or reason, no information given. Now, Google owns YouTube, and they also have a history of removing websites from search results for a variety of reasons. Review news reports, and you'll see more. Just check the news reports for various account shutdowns, and you'll see more reports. Go further, you can check Facebook groups, forums, and comments in related videos. You'll see plenty of people reporting social media accounts getting shut down. Social media reach is not motivating either, right? So not only are we saying, hey, our accounts are getting shut down, but in a prior video, I talked about the reported social media reach for organic, which is for your not paid posts. I'm going to include a link in the description if you want to review those dismal numbers. But the average reach of some platforms is as low as 1% for some industries and accounts, right? So that means if you have 10,000 followers, only 1% of those followers or 1% reach period doesn't even necessarily mean your followers. So, and of course, that's, that's the low side. I think the highest was 25% on really active and engaging accounts, 25%. Right. Again, you can review those numbers in that other video. Now, big brands, they don't have to worry as much, right? So big brands like Walmart, they don't have to worry because if they don't have a social media presence. And in this example with Walmart, this is at least partly because they're local and have a physical location. So people are still driving by, they know about it, they have to go. Additionally, they use off algorithm marketing to help drive traffic. And of course, you just need to check those ads in your mailbox every week and you'll see some of them. But what about us little biz companies? For those of us that don't have a big brand budget for marketing, what can we do? Let's look at six ways to improve our customer acquisition and continued communication. We're gonna look at email marketing, omnipresence, apps, SMS marketing, having others promote for you, and then we'll look at three creative marketing ideas to kind of get some more of those creative juices flowing. Email marketing. Now, email marketing is technically off the algorithm, but not entirely. Plus, like social media, their reach is not great, but it is much better than social media. 
companies like Google, Microsoft, and other big companies own a lot of the free emails, you know, your Gmails, your Yahoo's, your Hotmail's, your MSN's, etc. And they dictate what can make it in the inbox. Then there's third-party third-party entities that control blacklists. So you can still run the risk of getting shut down and not and getting blocked and put into spam immediately. However, having the emails is the most important part. When something happens, if you have the email list and those physical emails, you can shift and start again without losing a lot of momentum. Now, omnipresence, and I've talked about this before, marketing omnipresence is the concept of being everywhere in marketing, especially on all the social media channels. Now, if you think about this, whatever your primary marketing channel is, how can you continue to update your audience if something goes wrong in that primary channel? So when Facebook shuts down and Pinterest shuts down or Twitter bans your account or YouTube shuts you down, how do you continue to communicate with your audience? Right now, a lot of people, they just hop onto their other their, mar their other social media channel, which is an option, right? So in social media, we're on as many different platforms as possible. So if you have loyal followers that are coming to see you and they're like, hey, I'm coming down Facebook, I can't find you, what's going on? They can hop over to Instagram, they can hop over to YouTube or whatever, and they can find information. You know, you can provide updates. Now, of course, email marketing, when we just talked about, you can also be using that. Website or blog updates, right? So if you have a website or a blog, you can be providing updates there where they can go directly to it. Then apps or push notifications, SMS notifications, and then of course you can show up in search results with good branding and visibility. Okay, now let's look more at apps and SMS notifications. So apps, and of course I've covered this in more detail with my discussion about Appomize, and I'll link in the description for those who are interested in expanding more on specifically apps. But no matter what software you use, whether it's Appomize or something else, an app is another way to connect with your audience. And that is because most apps have a push notification option the customer can accept to get your notifications straight on their phone. So they're saying, yes, I want to get notifications from you. They agree to it and you get a push notification, right? Your email does this, your um, text messages do this. All of these give you that little notification at the top. Now, with, with most apps, the, there is an option to do this. Not everybody uses this feature in an app, but it typically is there. Now, apps still have a risk, so you still need to consider the whole idea of omnipresence, right? Which we've included apps and SMS marketing and all of these things in there. But it's currently, apps are currently an excellent way to get in front of your audience on their device, the device that they literally hold in their hands and have by them more than social media or email alone. Right. So now not only are you relying on the email and the social media and text messaging, whatever it is, whatever these things are, you're also doing your own push notifications and sending them information. Right. Now, SMS marketing. So unlike social media and emails, the end user still has most of the control over their SMS messages, which is texting. So there's not as many restrictions if you're sending a text message to somebody, except they can, of course, block you or whatever. But for the most part, between you and them, there's less friction currently. Now, I'm not going to say no friction because there is some, but we're not going to talk about that in detail. And it's not, this is, SMS marketing is not as inexpensive as other marketing methods, right? If you're trying to do everything free, SMS marketing may not be in your budget yet because you're going to need to pay a third-party platform to deliver these for you. It's just, you know, once you get past like five or 10 that you're doing on your own, you just really need to have that third-party platform for you because there are still, there's still friction pieces in there and these third-party platforms help overcome that. 
but it's a great way to get in front of your most loyal audience. It does require your audience to provide their phone number, which most people guard a little more than email or social media profiles, but those who really, really want your information will give it to you. These are your dedicated buyers and followers, so you tend to convert better with them. It's worth investing when you have something that converts well, okay? Number five, have others promote for you. We talk about affiliate marketing a lot in our videos, and this relates closely to affiliate marketing. Instead of being an affiliate, which you should still do if you want, you become the vendor. That's one method. And whether you have an e-commerce store, digital products, whatever it is, you can utilize other people to help you spread the word of your company and offers. Okay, this does not have to be your entire product line or set of offers. Check out ClickBank. If you've never heard of it, they have some e-commerce products as an example. So if you're an e-commerce person, of course, they have tons of digital products for affiliates. So you can see physical products. You can see digital products. You can see information products. Those are all on ClickBank. You can check those out. And now, even if you don't have a product, there are ways to have other affiliates promote a free offer, maybe a, a free ebook, a checklist, something to get them into your funnels. And an example of how you do th this currently is through like solo ads or a process like funnel mates, right? And I'll link to funnel mates because I think that's a really good program. It's a, it's a funnel building program that you can actually build an opt-in list in the front and everybody who uses the opt-in list, when they generate leads, they're generated leads for you, right? So you're giving them a funnel for free in exchange they're sharing their leads with you. So that's something that you can do with that. Number six, let's look at three creative marketing ideas. Not all of these apply to all industries, but here are a few to help you get the creative juices flowing. Amazon eBooks, you post a free or a low cost book that leads to your funnels, right? Or multiple books, whatever. Your funnels, your products, your services, your information, whatever it is. Now, free doesn't mean that people will read it, nor does paid, so you might as well test out both if you can. Another one you can do is if you blog regularly or provide content regularly on your own website, submit your site to Google News. This can take some time, but people push out total crap and get on there, so you can do it too. Trust me, I was screenshotting some today. If your website represents expertise, sign up for Hero. Help a reporter out and respond to inquiries related to the topic of your website. Of course, I'll have links to that as well. Now, if you have questions or need more information, post your questions and comments below. If you have any other ideas you want to add, please don't put links. Just put the ideas and you can put them in the comments below. You can also hop into the Facebook group and ask questions or share your ideas there. And you can come live on Thursdays here on the channel and ask questions and engage with us then too. And I thank you for watching. If you like this kind of content, please you know give it a thumbs up and let me know you like it. Thanks.